I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Psalm 51.10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 51.10. Hey guys, we've teamed up with Light Boots. They have the lightest 16-inch waterproof boot ever made. They have a one-piece injection mold design which increases durability. Some people say they are like walking on a cloud. All I know is if it ain't light, it ain't right. Go check them out at Light Boots, L-I-T-E-B-O-O-T-S dot com. And they gave us a discount code for 10% off, THDP10. Y'all go check them out. Today we got Mr. Brayson Cook from Mississippi. He won the uh, PKC Louisiana State Youth Championship. He was hunting a dog called Strickland's Bayou Macon Joe, owned by Kemper Strickland. What's happening, my man? What's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh, we're making it. We're excited now. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. We, uh, man, we've been trying to get everything lined up and get this done. We, uh, y'all, y'all going coon hunting tonight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good dog. That's right. That's right. So, y'all usually hunt around here, around the house? Well, I guess it'd be my house, uh, Morton over here. Oh, yeah. Well, usually from the Okay, yeah. Well, good. Well, Grayson, you want to tell us a little bit about how you got your start and, and all that? Uh, tell us your name and how old you are and stuff and where you from. I'm Grayson Cook. I'm 12. I'm from Brady, Mississippi. Right. Well, tell us how you got your start there coon hunting. Me and my dad, we were on the way to a baseball tournament with my uncle, and we all of a sudden just bought the topic of coon hunting about three years ago. And he's like, I kind of want to get back started into it. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So that's how we started back, and we've been doing it almost every night since. It show uh these dogs that we fool with is something man it's uh it's if you don't do it if you don't fool with dogs then you won't know but good dog work is uh is something it's it's special well uh tell us how you got you know i know you've been hitting some hunts and stuff and uh what what tell us about your dog a little bit and or, i mean i'm sure you've you've hunted uh, and we'll get into the pkc uh to the to the louisiana youth deal but uh Let's uh let's talk about some of your dogs right quick. You know that you you know the first dog you got and the one that you you know that kind of 
I guess broke the ice or the edge, took the edge off. Because I remember my first coon hunt, and I would get nervous. And then, you know, these squirrel hunts and stuff's the same way. And I feel like if you ain't getting nervous, you it, it, it's, it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's just, it's not as fun anymore, so tight and stuff. The first dog I got, his name was Psycho. Yeah. My very first dog, you couldn't whip him to make him go hunting. That that's that's the junk that I started with. I mean, it's a wonder I still fool with dogs today. Is as much junk that I've went through before I got <laughs> something that would actually run and tree its own coon. But uh, so y'all had Psycho, huh? How was old Psycho yeah, bred? He was um he was out of uh, Honey Creek G box with Honey Creek spiders. Um, that's how he was bred up top. He, he went back to a lot of old, like, flipper and stuff like that. Um, he was bred up great. All grass, pedigree, he was just as nice as he could want it. But um, he had all the looks, all the athleticism, all the mouth he wanted. But he was about as trashy as they come. So, I, he, he really I wasn't. I would love to have him when he, when he was a year old. I would love to have him because oh. he would probably come on Oh yeah, because you could, you know, you could have, could have, you know, fixed a lot of probably his problems, you know. Yeah, it was, you know, he could look real special. He could see three singles in half hour, and you could look at them, and then the next night he could see three possums in half an hour. Yeah, he could do that. Or he could run for an hour and never hardly make a tree. So. <laughs> That's your fun to go out there and spend an hour in the woods by yourself listening to nothing. Oh yeah. Oh, and then you wouldn't be able to get him until late at night. <laughs> well, well, it sounds like y'all, uh, y'all's, uh, y'all's first, first, first get back into it was uh, about like mine, you know. So what? Uh, so Psycho, he didn't. Uh, y'all like what you seen, but he just kind of wasn't what you was looking for, I guess. Yeah. Where'd y'all move? Where'd y'all go after Psycho? Dad, my dad, yeah, he called Mr. Frank Giddings at home, second junior, and because we've always, I grew up with hunting second junior dogs, and we've always had good luck with them. And he called Frank Giddings and wanted to know where one was at, and he told him where he could find one in Post Square, the Sackets, or Teddy Sackett Bread, and he bought a female from Tennessee. Um, We call her Rock River Sally.
anything like it. She just the hormones were going crazy, and she just couldn't get them. So we we still got Sally. She's nice, but she's not for you, Connor. She's a little, she's a little wild and crazy in the woods. Her mouth is not, you know, we really she's not that one bark locate kind of dog. She she squeals and she squeals and squalls and just it's not real easy to call. Oh, I understand those. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those one if they were all one bark tree dogs, boy, could we uh we'd be had it made, wouldn't we? Oh, uh, yeah. She'll make you look like a fool. She really will, because she can also make you look like a million dollars, too. But she won, I don't know, she won probably $700 the last few months of last year. We we won a couple casts, braced and won a youth hunt with her. And then we were like, you know, the state standards, we were trying to make top 15, realized that it wasn't that high. It was just, we made a push for it. I think we finished like 18. Dang. So we, uh, this is, we started in August and it ended in October, so July and it ended in October. So we made a run for it. No, oh, ain't ain't no doubt. And and that was a good run, you know. You said you, you just a short time, a couple months there. Yeah, yeah. What she, uh? not been here that. So it worked out. That's right. Did she uh? And you said y'all still had her right now, but y'all Brayson's not hunting yeah. her. No, not her. I Brother Dean. Yeah. Yep, I hunt with him some. Uh, what uh, well shoot, what about uh? So after, after her, what uh? Is this when you got the the dog that you that you're hunting now? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's uh, actually a pretty cool story. We were hunting at uh, a local PKC hunt. And Dad was talking with uh, Steve Sykes, who uh, hunts that lightning dog. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and um, $100,000. Oh, yeah. He's a nice animal. He's got two nice hounds right now. That Johnny B dog he owns is special, too. Mm. But um, we, we were telling, just talking, you know, in general, I think. Um, and Steve was talking about we were looking for the hunt. Easy to call. Um, and he said, well, I know where a crossbred dog is that, uh, has done a lot of winning. He's getting on up in age, but I think he's been laid up for several months. And, uh, he said, you ought to just give the guy a call and, and see what it takes to get him. So that's what we did. And, uh, and we're just hunting him. We don't even own him yet. Um, he said, take him hunting as long as you want to. He said, you want to buy him, buy him. If you don't, bring him back. And, uh. So that's what we're doing. Um, he's got some age on him, but, but man, he's, he's as accurate as any dog I've ever been in the woods with. I really like to see him when he was three or four years old. He's how old? I think he's eight now, or going eight. He's a 2015 model. So okay. He's getting close to it. Hmm. And that's the dog that uh that Kemper and them used to have did, is that the same dog Kemper Strickland had? Yep. Yeah, he's still still on Kemper still on it. He's been dirty enough to let that Man, that's awesome. Right. I used to so Kemper was I wanna say Kemper may have 
high school rodeoed with my wife so he's younger than i am but i remember him being at some hunts and stuff when uh when when he was a kid and stuff and i was going um but yeah so uh and you said it was a crossbreed x yeah, x bread um, I, I think he's he's bone selector through a walker bread on the top and black and tan on the bottom i'm not sure on the black and tan breeding yeah i don't um, know much about them either uh, i think he, i think he may be um grandpa's to bone collector so the bone collector is really close in the pedigree and uh it, it looks like he's got a little bit of everything <laughs> Well, you know, I hunt some crossed up stuff, and uh, in my opinion, they've been the well, I hunt mountain curs too, so they're all crossed anyway. Cur dogs cross, so some of the best dogs I've seen have been crossed up like it. Yeah, he's pretty special, man. We got it from Kentucky. I, I don't, I think Kentucky's been pretty busy and hunting been able to hunt him a whole heck of a lot or for something else. I don't know the whole story to it. Um, but it's been several months and he's been laid up. And, uh, but he's a heck of a hound, man. I think I think he can see gold catching to it. Um, you can look back, you know, from the time he was two years old till he was probably six years old. He was always in the top five of the Louisiana State standing. Winning $1,500 a year. I mean, he was, I think he was pretty sharp and won a lot of money in open events. And then um, when we got him, he was, you could tell he'd been laid up a while. He was kind of fat and stuff like that. When we got him, he, he wouldn't eat a whole lot. Wouldn't just, you could tell he was not what he used to be. But we, we put him on, uh, we got him fed up right and we wanted to hide off of him and he, he acts about like a three-year-old now and uh he's ready to go you we should we made three singles with him saturday night and um we could have done three more and it wouldn't have phased him at all so he, he got he's all motor that's what you want heart and drive that's it man he's not gonna blow through the country he's gonna him as he comes to him. Um, we have had him at a mile and a half on him too, but, but usually he'll be, you know, four or five hundred yards. And uh, he'll have a coon. Yeah, if he, if he trees, he, he's not going to have it. And he's an honest strike dog. It's kind of like hunting his brother. He doesn't open his mouth a whole lot. He's pretty tight. You're not going to get a lot of first strikes with him, but when you when he opens his mouth, he thinks he can trade it, and it's usually not long after that he he booked. Oh, that's good. What uh? So y'all hit some local stuff before you know after you got him kind of in shape, and then started uh geared up to. So is the Louisiana um is that the first state hunt that y'all hunted him in? Yeah, yeah, that's the first one. We we didn't get to make it to Wiggins to the Mississippi hunt. Um, and baseball. Yeah, but a lot of these youth hunts happen during baseball season, so this is the first one that we have been able to make it to. Right. So once uh, we got once we got set or knew that we were going to be able to go, we started putting back in some class with him locally, and he's been getting a lot of 
$35 lesson from Johnny B. From a lot of folks. I mean, Brayson's drawn out with Lightning and Steve Sykes. He's drawn out with Johnny B. Steve on. He's drawn out with David Luckett. The Slim Dog. He's hunting, which is he's a world leader, too. And then, uh, I never saw one of my dad doesn't take it easy on him either. So he's, he's got uh, his hands full. Hey, look, da- hey, look, you don't want to. I mean, I'll just be honest. I'm I'm the same way with Payson. I'm not taking it light on him. If you know, I'm trying to beat him every time we're 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 squirrel hunting. Or, and if you know, I'm mad if I can't beat him. I'm just being honest. If my dog ain't looking as good as his, then I'm I'm you know. But uh, I don't want you. Let's see. How do I say this? I don't. I don't think you should. You should take it light on him. You know what I mean? Because Joe blow down the roads, not go take a light on him at the world hunt. You know they're out. We're all out there trying to. Now I'm not opposed to. I will never cheat a kid at all. But, uh, you know I, I'm not opposed to. Uh, you know letting him make the mistake. And then what I've done in the past is, you know, it's like you know this is what I would have done right here. You know I may have struck my dog a little earlier, or you know why don't you treat your dog and you know that way. The next man over here is on the leash still, you know. So it's just little tricks that you can uh, pick up hunting with better hunters, you know. That's right. It's a competition every pleasure hunt we go on between Papa Dean. So it's always a competition. Well, and I think that, I think that that looks so, like John Strickland said, you know, he don't even know how to play. He don't know what pleasure hunting is, you know. Every time he goes, and for the most part, when I'm out there working my dogs throughout the week, um, in the evenings or something, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hunting them on a stopwatch, you know, I'm letting them get treed, seeing how long it takes them to get treed. I'm letting them tree there for 10 or 15 minutes, uh, you know, so they hold the tree. Just, I'm putting them in hunt situations, you know. Yeah, that's not what we do. That's exactly how we do it. We walk them a minute off the tree before we cut them loose. We, we try to. We at least try to simulate an hour task, which you know in the woods that could that could take us. But we do it on school nights too. We do it. I mean, uh-huh. all baseball tournaments the next day, all during the year. So we we're at least going to get an hour cast in every night we go, and we treat it just like a cast. I wouldn't say if it, if it wasn't a competition hunting, we would still hunt. But I don't know how much we would hunt in June and July in Mississippi. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Same as me, man. That's so that's terrible. And look, it is a little cooler at night, but good lord, we are nuts down here. All the snakes and gators and stuff, man. Look. Everything. But well, let's uh let's let's get let's get into this uh this PKC uh. Louisiana State Hunt. Tell me who you uh, you know. Tell me, tell me the rundown on that on that first cast and stuff. How, how you drew and stuff, if you can remember. First cast, I drew. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can tell you who the people are. I just can't tell you the dog's name. That's you fine. A dog named Banjo. Yeah, that's um, uh, Aiken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They put on the hunt. His daughter. Was hunting a banjo male dog. I think they had only had him about a week and a half. So he he nice too. And then there was a there was an English male. Yeah. Um. He got scratched with about the first twenty seconds of the cabinet. 
That ain't never good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, never. Walker Freeman. Yeah. So the first cast, first thing that happened, we cut him loose, and within the first 20 seconds, that English dog jumped on Banjo and got scratched, and they went on home. And then Banjo wouldn't go hunting for about. It was a while. It was a while. And after that, Banjo, one, no, not Banjo, the other dog that was with us, it went and got tree. We went to its tree. It was a circle tree. Well, you got, no, you got first time. Well, I did get first time. First time that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, with Joe. So we got, no, no, we got no, down no. to a three dog calf right off the bat. Yes. That, I felt like it put us at a little bit of an advantage because you're hunting against two other dogs and, uh, and one of them was standing in our feet for a little while because he was kind of shook up. Um, everybody running after him, trying to break up the fight and stuff. It took him a little while to get going. And Joe was able to get him in and open his mouth. So we got first strike. That, that ended up being about what did it for him when he was all said and done. Huh. So he was first and first or no? Yeah. yeah. He was 100 yeah. and 100? Yeah. All three dogs, this is an Irish cat, so all three dogs split. Um, the little Walker female, she, um, she split. I think she had a circle tree. One had a circle, and then we moved on to Joe's tree, and then he had a raccoon. So, and then the other dog, it was about um, like seven minutes left. Like seven minutes left. Uh-huh. We had to walk a minute, but there was nowhere else to turn loose except for right next to that dog. So we turned loose, and it went in there, and I had to strike him because I had to restrike him. I didn't tree him. They went in there and treated with the other dog, but I didn't want to risk it going there and be a possum or something. That's right. So we got shot. We got shot once the landed on that last one. That was Banjo. Banjo had coon too. So we, we won that test with 100 and 100 on the coon by itself. And that's about all you can have for an hour. That's it. There ain't no doubt about it. 100 and 100 will win a many of them. 200 plus. So that's pretty handy had, in an hour. We, had three, yeah. we looked at three trees. Saw two coons and an hour pass. Well, I mean, all the dogs did what they were supposed to do. They all were by themselves. That one tree that was circled was just hard to see. Grown up. So, y'all go back. Yeah, so after that, so you went, you get through the first cast, and uh, and y'all go back out. So, is it just two casts, or how'd that? was fortunate enough to to see the live stream of it so uh let's go through that won't you tell us you know who you, you remember who you drew out with i drew out with the one dog who got scratched i drew out with his cousin i didn't know that 
And it was also another English dog. An English female. Almost fell with white. And then I drew out with Jace, and he has a little dog, looks just about like a beagle. Old Brandy. Yeah. Old Brandy. Tiny. Then I drew out with, with a blue book. It was a blue chick. Remember that boy's name? Me either. Who was a teenager? Yeah, that's uh, who was it? What was that fellow? What, what was the dog name? Like, no, nah, it wasn't Molly or uh, it was uh. I can't either. I watched it the other day, but anyway, well, tell us a little bit about that cast. So, didn't that one boy dog stuck first? So, uh, his name. The English dog got stuck first. Under the minute. Yeah, under the minute. So hey, we cut him loose, and within like 15 seconds, he already stuck his dog. Yeah, but and then next dude, like the other teenager in there, he struck his dog. It ended up getting treed and moving, but I don't think it was a tree. Yeah, it didn't sound tree. He blew some minus right off the bat. And then my right. dog. Struck for 50 and Brandy struck for last. Well, uh, I think uh, Josh mentioned it on his podcast that uh, I think Brandy barked for three minutes at a time. And uh, really still getting struck for 25. So I, I don't think I heard it. But, He's probably been told not to get under the, get in there <laughs> under the minute, you know. And I, I know. They've been working on her because I think she was real mouthy. And, uh, yeah, she, she leaves there. She leaves there, but he's tied her up. She, I think the six about called him at one time. Yeah, she she kept saving us from the six kitchen. Dang. But, so we cut loose on one side of the road. All the dogs didn't cross the road except for Joe. He hadn't crossed the road yet. So we had to move on up because they're about 700. Yeah. So Joe, he finally got over there, and he was about 100 and barking. So we were walking right up on my dog. Thank goodness he got on. He got parking all of the dogs, but they all ended up getting trees. Thank you, Joe, trees. Yeah, he was trees while we were shining. Yeah, I see. Yeah, and he had a plus, but he. But he only got 75 since he stuck last. So he was a 75 plus, and they were on the way to. Yeah, the blue dog treed with uh, Jace and Brandy and left. So he, he drew some more minus there. And, uh, uh, he, he was real down. And it was a really boring one hour cast for about 40 minutes. Yeah. If it wasn't for Brandy barking, I. They do a good job on that line stuff so to keep it as interesting. But it was um it was about forty minutes of just for him to keep the strike open for another dog. What is what what did you tell what did you tell Brayson there at the and then Josh or yeah, Josh goes, Oh dad or something like that. What did you tell him? I couldn't understand. Wait, when? what did I say to Brayson? Yeah, didn't you did you tell him something like I don't know. Didn't he? Didn't Josh say something to you about you probably shouldn't have told him that yet or something? Uh, 
Maybe. I, I don't remember that. I know I said, oh, that's, that's probably when I told him that I was trying to stay off candid camera. And then him and uh, the guy from Louisiana hunting boats would be right smack dab on the camera. Yeah. So I, I'm real good about staying way behind the cab. He stays about 40 yards behind everybody else. So. <laughs> Right, and 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 I think that's uh, you know, I've hunted with people that you know, dads will pat their leg or you know what I mean, and I'm like, bro, I know what you're doing. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. At this point, he's gonna win or lose on the dog and. search the the search time is you know you're walking to the trees and they're all split and and then you have your search time and then you walk out yeah you ain't getting much time to do much i guess we had 12 or 13 minutes left in the hunt when that blue dog got tree again and that that leash locked jay he was walking his minute when the blue dog got tree and that leash locked him so that, that pretty much put him just praying that Joe wouldn't have a coon. I mean, there wasn't nothing he could do after that um, except wait on the tree to get scored. And they weren't with us. So I think you can see it in the video. Jason kind of sitting over there on a, on a log just waiting to find out what happened. Uh, I mean, that's a nice dog he's hunting, man. She did everything she was supposed to do. And we probably all would have been minus if it wouldn't have been for, for her keeping the track <laughs> open because I think Joe probably went 30 minutes without making a part. Well, I mean, so I think that like 
I noticed Josh had come up there and he did a, you know, he got to talk to all the young guys and stuff and he, he got to, uh, you know, give them a kind of a, I don't know, maybe a testimony of some sort too. Uh, I didn't get to hear it, but, uh, he does a lot for the youth, you know, joy, his company does a lot for the PKC and, uh, so we're thankful for them. Um, like I said, I've actually been on interview. He had called me one weekend and we talked squirrel dogs and stuff. So, uh, and competition hunts and stuff, but, um, well, what's y'all's, uh, what's y'all's plan for the future? Y'all gonna keep hunting Joe or what you got up your sleeve now? Well, we got the, um, we're gonna hunt a little local hunt tomorrow night. Just get some more practice in. Um, Keep I don't know what kind of turnout we're going to get, but because um, Big Bird's got one competing with us on the same night, so we'll probably miss Steve and those guys. You talking about tomorrow night? So we're going to do that. Yeah, that's tomorrow night here in, in Morton. Is and that over where, uh, is that where Michael Moody used to have that property? Is that where y'all still do it it's over the, there? It's the same place. Okay. Dad talked to a few people. I think we're probably going to move it up. Um, temporarily probably move it over there to Dad's house where he's have a table to sit at or something. Right. right. And then he's talked to a couple of people in the county. We may, you know, get one of those buildings or something if we had something that looks like it's going to be a little bigger. That's you know, right. You know, he did like the, uh, man, the building that we do, the um, his his squirrel hunt every year, that's a good place. Uh it's just I don't know the, the the fees on it. My I mean, if I coon hunted again, we could do it at my shop. You know that's where I host the squirrel hunts at. I have a forty by sixty shop and heater and air and stuff like that. But we don't. Uh, man, I don't coon hunt anymore. And if Payson called me right now and said, Dad, I want a coon hound, and I would go buy one just because I, 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 you know, I do miss it some. Uh, but uh. Yeah. Right now we 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 walking the daylime dogs and that is enough for me right now keeping a I don't know that I can keep a squirrel dog and a coon dog I don't know that I can keep two you know them legged up. You just gotta train them to do both, man. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's uh yeah you're right I I probably had one of the nicer coon squirrel dogs that just died uh. I just never done it. You know, everybody was like, Chris, you ought to hunt that old tank, man. He's just, you know, he's probably a better coon dog than he is a squirrel dog. But I just never did. I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you. And he opened on the ground and he, he balled. He had a three ball locate. It was crazy. Now, yeah. old squirrel, he's just a chop mouth dog. But uh, I just like hunting the hound that's at that's night. Great. I just like hunting the hound. very similar to uh, the dad's mountain curry, old champ. He's the same way, man. And getting struck, man, that's a big thing that I noticed, you know, Tank wasn't a, just a, he wasn't going to leave there barking and he wasn't, you know, he was straight on a strike, the strike dog. And I mean, you know, he didn't strike a lot, but I mean, he would, he barked on the track, on a cone track. It was crazy. Oh, uh, it's crazy how they smart enough to know, you know. Everything we've got going on right now, man, we're just is leading towards, we're going to Paducah, Kentucky 
next Wednesday, Breaking Dad, leaving um, next Wednesday to go to Youth Nationals. And uh, we're going to go try to win the big one. That's right. Where did y'all, did y'all go anywhere this past weekend? Oh, uh, man, we played baseball. We played baseball. That's about that's about the gist of it. We're making these weeknight hunts as much as we can, and we're pleasure hunting. Man, it seems like every night we can. Well, that, that's tough, that. too. Man, it's a lot of baseball. I mean, I'm just being honest. Payson was like, you know, we would probably still be playing baseball, too, but he come to me and was like, Daddy, I don't want to play. I want to. I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to do that. He plays football and he basketball, and I'm like, oh, Lord, son. So, but he did. Yeah, it's the same way with Brayson, man. I just I told him that we would do this team up thing as long as he kept the grades where they were supposed to be and didn't um and took care of his business outside of it. That we can hunt every night we can. That's and, right. Uh, and he's maintained straight A's his entire life. And as long as he keeps doing that kind of stuff, we'll continue to coon hunt. I, I mean, he can sleep in the truck on the way home. That's right. Hey, well, I'm with you. He, uh, where are y'all at? Y'all are at Park, Parkway. Uh, where, where, where does he go to school? Yeah, he's been going, he's been going to Park Place ever since uh, COVID. Okay. We didn't know what, we didn't know, he went to Brandon up until then, and we didn't know what school was, uh, we didn't know what school was going to look like coming out of COVID, if it was all going to be virtual or whatever. And that, that just wasn't very uh, realistic for us. No, so I get it. We put him in a place so he could go in the classroom. And uh, that's where we've been the last few years. Yeah, Payson's yeah. at East Rankin. I think y'all probably play baseball with some of Payson's little buddies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got two two East Rankin kids on Payson's travel team, so. Well, I was about six foot tall. Yeah, you know, Keith Clark and Holton. Holton. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh, we've known Holton a while because they played rec ball. And That's right. Together. Yeah, we sure, we yeah. played on the all-star team together. You, you, but uh, right. but um, anyway, well, what about you? So, y'all going to Paducah next week, and y'all going to yeah. go up there and win that. And then if you win that, I'll call you back. And we'll, 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 hey, keep that, keep you a notepad with you. And remember what all goes on during the cast. And we'll talk about it next time when you win that one. How about that? All right. We've got, <laughs> we got plans to do it. And these one hour cast, Joe is just about going to be under a tune by itself in an hour. So somebody's going to have to do it more than once. Or they're gonna to have to do it with more strike points. But other than that, you're not gonna beat him with circle points in an hour, I don't think. So um that Wednesday night that they travel, I I would say the chances of us getting in that night are pretty slim. Um we figured that out when we went and hunted the open event in Louisiana. He's not he's not much much good after traveling all day, so Hopefully they'll get him in, and if they get him in, I'll be up there Saturday. We're gonna, I'm gonna be up there for the finals. That's right. What uh? So you, you go. So you do you hunt Wednesday night? Yeah, man. It's set up just like the PKC World Hunt. They've got um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night of qualifying. You have to double up one of those nights to make the semifinals, and then you have to. You have to win early Saturday if you make it to the semifinals, and then you'll hunt 
late Saturday night for the whole thing. So you're going to have to win four casts to win it all. Well, I mean, as long as your dog's in shape and can go four rounds, I feel like you got good just because he sounds like a coon trier. He sounds like he's looking to get under a coon, you know, so. Oh, I feel like as long as y'all got him in shape, and it sounds like you do, and I feel like he's got just as good of a chance as anybody else. Yeah. Um, he goes up there and wins the youth nationals. I imagine Kimper's going to be uh, one of the boys' dogs back. Ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> no, he's a, good, he's a good dude. I bet you he'd let you keep hunting. Oh, he is, man. I imagine so. I think he was pretty happy about him winning that state hunt. So we're going to try to do it again. Yep. You should start back coon hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'd like to. Uh, I sure would. I'd, I tell you, though, I could probably sell some of these squirrel dogs and, and get me a good one because, I mean, you know, the pricing on dogs nowadays. But uh, I'd, I'd, oh, I crazy. enjoy it. I do. I really enjoy it. And I think it, uh, I really think, like you said, you know, it's, it's, it suits me better now that Payson's of y'all, you know, y'all are of age to where you can walk around. Cause when I was coon hunting Payson, you guys were like two and three and Lindsay was like, you and I go hunt every night of the week and leave us younger with me. And I mean, I did. So I had to, I had to move something and, and that's when I got the daytime dogs. And, you know, again, like I said, I enjoy the crap out of these competition squirrel hunts. It's a Saturday deal. Same, it's just a, it's just like coon hunting at night, but during the day, I mean, it's the same, except for you don't strike your dog, you know. Yep. Well, Dean says they're fun. Yeah, I think Daddy would rather do that than, than coon hunting myself, too. Um, he used to not be like that. Man, I guess if I could say anything, it would just be to get these kids in the woods, whether it's squirrel hunting or chasing rabbits or coon hunting. They have enough distractions from the outside world right now that um and I'm a, and they are the future and people are fighting tooth and nail to try to take these hounds from us we need to fight tooth and nail to be able to keep them and if we're not raising a generation that'll fight it too then you, you never know how long it'll last so get them in the woods I'm not I'm not the best dog man I haven't you know I couldn't tell you the last time I won cast but uh well you always let me home you just, yeah, I, I follow him, and uh, and I'll burn up the road, taking him wherever. But just get your kids in the woods or get them involved in something um, outside, yeah. Well, and, and that's what I... That's what I tell, you know, that's the whole, the whole point of this podcast is to bring awareness to these dog hunters and to the world that, you know, hey, man, these dogs ain't out there running your deer off, and they're not just... You know that we're not, we don't train our these dogs to do it. You know what I mean. So we're not hurting anything for anything. We're, we're keeping kids off the street. You know. So I agree. I agree that you know all all kids ought to go dog hunting. Uh huh. And if I if if you got any buddies that wanna that wanna just come and <laughs> whoop on some squirrels one day, you let me know. I got a little old female. She's with puppies right now, but. She will tree every squirrel in the woods, and she ain't going to blow through the country like some of these my competition dogs will, you know. And she likes to have squirrels, and, I mean, she's just a fun little old dog to hunt, and we can shoot. I mean, well, 
Lincoln will absolutely come shoot up as many boxes of shells if you want them. <laughs> Hey, look, he he asked me every time. I was like, baby, I'm you going with me in the morning? He's like, what dog are you taking? And then when I tell him I'm taking this dog, he'll go. But if I tell him we're going competition hunting, he's like, oh, man, because I don't shoot a lot of squirrels to my competition dogs during the week because they, they just don't need it, you know, and uh mine i used to have with my old dog he would flat get through there he was going somewhere if it was a bad day 15 to 20 mile an hour wind he would be treed somewhere in this world somewhere yeah okay look man i get it these these competition hunts they'll keep you in shape because it's nothing to be 700 yards four different directions in a hurry that's right and, uh, but it's exciting you're going to take uh-uh, you're not going to jump on the side by side and ride around this other road and go to your to old yeah. joe tree now Oh, uh, you gotta go straight to. That's it. That's it. Like the pro sports, you know, you gotta in the pro sport hunts, you have you know everybody stays together. You go to each tree. Yeah, yeah. I I like that, man. You know, we've been and I've tried to teach, but we we haven't been a part of anybody doing any kind of cheating or trying to do anything like that. But when we were in the youth world, we went and handled Sally on a tree. To win the cast, all she had to have was a circle tree, and uh, we we saw the heat signature in the thermal. You know, we couldn't shine it. We saw the heat signature in the thermal. And I was like, man, well, we just stay where we're at. It and uh, awesome. we got there, and she had a possum. We got beat, but the biggest oak tree you ever seen in your life was fifteen feet from us. You easily could have moved her, could have moved her, moved on. You know, but uh. Trying to raise it in the, the right way and be honest about it. But with first four, it takes all that out of the equation. You don't oh, have to no worry doubt. about what that man is doing with his dog over there. Yeah, I think Greg and Scott Engel, I think they've done, and Levi and them, I think they've done a great job with that with that organization. And it's growing, and it is flat growing, and they're giving away the they giving away all kinds of money uh, for these dogs. Who would ever thought we'd be hunting for $100,000, you know? Oh, man, it's unbelievable. And some of these truck hunts, man, you, you really think the grand scheme of things, you get a chance to go hunt for a forty fifty thousand dollars truck with an $1,100 entry fee. That, that's not that bad. That's really not. And we, I don't have the dog power myself to enter. Um, don't enter. You got another issue. But if I ever feel like I got a chance to win, you can bet that, that, that we're going to support them. And I do support them. I just, we hadn't made it to any of their hunt checks. We hadn't thought we had enough dogs to win it. But if I ever do, we'll be there. Because I think we're running a top-notch organization. No, they are. I mean, anything that you can give away. I mean, at one time, it seemed like they was giving a truck a week, a month away, you know. That's crazy. I think it's close to it. They're fixing to give us enough truck away this weekend. That's right. They sure are. Uh, yeah, we've had John Strickland and stuff on, on our podcast. And... Anyway, well, man, I ain't going to hold y'all. I know y'all got things to do, and I appreciate y'all's time and y'all taking the time to uh, to get this done with me. Oh, I've been wanting to get it done, so I'm, I'm sure I'll see y'all in the next couple of nights, I guess Wednesday night or so. Oh, oh yeah. But uh, anyway, well, y'all be safe, brother, and I appreciate y'all. All right, 
All right, man. We appreciate y'all and everything y'all doing. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. See you, brother. Brayson, right. stay, stay, stay on top of old Joe now. All right. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Oh, yeah.